0: Now then, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. How are you doing? This is Simon Scholes here, founder and creative director of Perception Studios. Thank you very much, as always, for joining me. Uh, Today, as always, we're going to be listening to the audio back from this morning's Days Confused and Generally Buggered, which is my daily live video, which I'm putting out all the time at the moment to try and help answer your social media and video questions that you have uh, burning inside you right now during this craziness that we're all called lockdown and COVID-19 and uh, don't forget if you are interested you can sponsor the live daily broadcast and all the content that comes from it including this podcast uh, for a weekly basis so please do get in touch if you're interested in that my email address is in the section below and without further ado shall we get started the social media podcast with Simon Scholes tips hints and great, great content, content ideas, ideas. Good morning, how are you diddling? Excellent, me too, thank you very much for asking. Uh, Welcome to another episode of Dazed and Confused uh, on Tuesday morning. It's another gloriously sunny day outside. Uh, If you don't know what Dazed and Confused is and you just stumbled across it, whatever platform that you're watching on, it's a daily live video from yours truly, and what I do is answer your social media and video questions as well as talking about subject matter here and there as well today we're going to be talking all about blogging and specifically blog seo uh, however first things first who am i to tell you anything i'm simon skulls i'm the founder and creative director of perception studios uh, and we're an award-winning visual marketing agency based in the uk and we help brands and businesses create content that really helps them stand out on their social media and that could be video content animated Aerial, photography, graphics, all sorts of different types of things. However, a few years ago, it became quite obvious that not necessarily every brand and business had the budgets to have that kind of thing created on a regular basis. But we all know that social media is about being consistent and it's been about being social. So I came up with a process that helps you create content yourself for free how to nine times your social media process and that is everything from videos to um, creating blog content memes podcasts all that kind of stuff things that we can help you with but not necessarily every business is in a position to have that help straight away so i just want to get you on that content creation journey And that's what we're here for, is to help you get started with your content creation journey. Uh, I was a little bit in two minds about doing uh, the live today. Uh, Obviously, right now, there is a big blackout going on on social media due to all the events and things that are happening around the world, specifically in America. Um, But I have promised to go live every single day, so we're going to do the live, get it done and dusted, and um, hopefully you guys get some value out of this, and then we can move on with the day. Um, So... Okay, let's get cracking. We're going to talk about blogging. Uh, Whatever platform you're on, the comments are open right now on Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram Live as well. So if you want to leave any questions in there, leave them in. We probably won't get to them today, but I promise I will answer them tomorrow on Tomorrow's Live. We've got a few questions for today anyway, um, and I don't want to take up too much time uh, doing today's live broadcast. Okay, blog SEO. Let's get cracking. So, We all want our content to reach a wider audience. We'd love it if our blogs could help us reach a wider audience as well. It is, after all, the first step in the how to nine times your social media process that I talk about. So, and that's the first content creation step. It's not literally the first step. If you want to know the first step, go download my book, get it for free, and then you can know what the first step is. But the first content creation step is writing a blog. So you've got this amazing blog, you've written it, you've put it out on your website, and you've put it lots of other places as well on social media, you've told people it actually exists, but it's still not getting the traction that you'd really like it to. And there's a chance that's because you haven't done any, any form of SEO on your blog. Now, there's lots of different things you can do. All eight tips that I could give you are listed down in the description below. What I'm going to do is give you the first two or three tips that will help you with your blog. And then go read about the rest of them as well. I've spoken about them in other pieces of content that I've done on these daily lives. But I think it's quite an important step to be talking about because blogging is that first step into making more content for me and for most of my clients and the people that I work with. So let's go on to step number one. The first one is when it comes to coming up with a title for your piece of content for your blog focus on one or two long tail keywords that match the intent of your ideal audience for that blog. So what I mean by that is is a long tail keyword is like a long format of what somebody would be searching for. So rather than um, video Newbery, somebody might be searching for Video production company specialists, Newbury, or social media video experts, Newbury, or aerial video experts, Newbury. And so then I would make sure I'm using those long tail keywords within my content so that if anybody is searching for something specific, there is a good chance that Google will then see my piece of content and go, well, hang on. That matches that. That's exactly what they're looking for. I'm going to put that piece of content before anybody else's, even potentially uh, as close as possible to the top, apart from the paid for pieces of content. So there's a really good chance that if people are using something like as a really specific search, your content will come up above everybody else's. That's not to say it's the only keywords you should be using, but using one or two of those within your content will really help that potential of if somebody is searching for something really specific, if you're talking about something really specific in your blog, then there's a good chance that your content will be this content they get to see when they're searching for that kind of stuff. Also, don't forget to use those particular long tail keywords within your blog. So not only are they in your title, obviously you're using your title to draw people in, Don't clickbait, but also don't forget to use those keywords within the content of your blog as well. So if you've got a long tail keyword, make sure you're talking about it word for word within your blog as well, so that then the SEO side of things will actually see that being used within your blog too. So it's not just you've titled something, you've actually used those keywords within your blog as well. So SEO and and Google will look at it and go, well, it's the title, maybe clickbait, oh hang on, no, it's actually within the body of the text as well definitely not clickbait and will then feed that content to you. Okay. Uh, The next one is make sure your blog is mobile friendly. More and more people are consuming content on these things. We know this. This is what I talk about on a daily basis. So if your blog isn't actually friendly to that and doesn't actually respond to when somebody's reading on a a phone and they have to scroll all over the place to be able to read it, the chances are they're not going to bother reading it because they're just going to get cheesed off with it not fitting on their screen and them just being able to scroll and read. So make sure that your blog is digestible on a phone. You can buy templates, you can download free templates on things like WordPress and Square and all these other um, different types of site that you can use So to create your own website. So just make sure that your blog and your website as a whole, essentially where your blog's most likely sitting, is mobile responsive. Make sure that when somebody goes to your blog, they can actually read it without having to scroll all over the place. The other thing is optimise your metadata. So this is the tags that you can put into your content. This is my last and final tip on this, because I think this is probably the one to end on. You can go and read the rest later on if you want to. But meta tags are so important. They're important across the entire board. So when you're using hashtags on Instagram and places like that, why do you use them? So more people can find your content. So why would you use meta tags on your uh, blog? Because, number one, They're generally hidden in the background, so not necessarily everybody will see them, but they allow people to find your content. As long as you're not clickbaiting your tags, as long as you're not writing a a blog about decorating a wall and then hoping that you can draw a load of people into watch your content by putting in bigboobs.com as one of your SEO tags, then Google will see that your tags and your content are connected to actually the tags that you're using as part of your meta tags are part of the content that's within your main blog, if you do this right, because that's what you want. You want the tags that you're using to also be included in your blog so that it makes it really recognisable for Google when it's sending the spiders out and doing all these little tests that it does. But make sure you make good use of your meta tag description area. And also, don't forget as well to put meta meta tags in on the photographs and things like that that you're putting into your content. Make it easy for people to find your content make it easy for them to consume it so Put those tags in make sure you're using them. So number one one or two long tail keywords for your content making sure that one of them is actually your title. Make sure you include those keywords, those long tail keywords in your content. Make sure your blog is mobile friendly. Make sure people can actually read it on a phone because that's where they're most likely gonna consume it. You go to the toilet, you pick up your phone, and then you have, you have a search for whatever it is that you wanna have a read about. And number four, optimize your meta tags make sure you're actually using them so many people write a blog put it out and don't even use their meta description in any way shape or form and that means you are failing a potential audience by not helping them find your content that will help them find you So make sure that's the one thing you take from this video today. Use the meta description within your blog. Hopefully, uh, you will now also go off and uh, read some of the other stuff and the other tips and pieces that are in the description box below and uh, make your blog reach a wider audience. Good morning uh, to Hackboy, who is uh, tuned in on Twitch. Thank you very much for joining us. I hope you are enjoying it. Uh, Hello, Susie, as well, which is uh, what it says on um, his Emoji. Uh, I don't know who Susie is, but hello, Susie. Um, Anyway, right, on to your questions this morning. If you've got any questions, stick them into the comments. Um, Like I say, probably won't answer them today, uh, but I will get around to answering them tomorrow. Okay, first one comes through from Eugene. Uh, I produce practical food tips and tricks for home cooks. How do I strategize my content to get noticed in a space that's super saturated already? It's the same thing for any brand and business. Um, I've said this a few times before, social media is a room full of people shouting at exactly the same level. Nobody can shout any louder than anybody else. So how creative is your shouting? So you need to start thinking about how creative your content is. Is it bog standard, basic editing? and Because that's what you can do, which is fine, but learn how to jazz it up, learn how to make it something special. Look at people like Peter McKinnon's content who shows you how to create stylish B-roll footage. All that kind of stuff will make a huge difference to how people consume your content on whatever platform it is you're consuming it on. But also, go to town on niching down and your avatar and what your usp is so if you know who your exact avatar is and you know what your usp is amalgamate those two things and put them into every single piece of content so if your usp is that you make the best pasta uh, and meatballs then talk about that a lot more than anything else but also if your avatar is Toddler, like um, weaning, parents who are weaning, then make sure that they know you make a great pasta of meatballs for people who are weaning their children and make content around those two different areas on a regular basis. What can you do with meatballs? What can you do to help wean a child onto meatballs and other things that they might fancy trying? Vegetarian meatballs, meatballs made out from other things from beef. And out. there's so much you could do but you just need to just think a bit more outside the box. So really niche it down. Who's your avatar? That's your niche area. Then what's your USP? What makes you different to everybody else? Are you just a bog standard? Yeah, I make a lot of content about cooking because I want to be famous. Or are you um, the next Gordon Ramsay because you are different to everybody else? And what you do is good and you're different. Watch your USP. I'm not suggesting you swear at everybody, um, but just find out what your USP is and use it. Go to town on it. Use it within your content. Hopefully that helps you out a little bit there, Eugene. Um, hello to uh, Luce11, who's uh, tuned in at the moment. Very, very, uh, sorry, is it Luke Luke 4 or Luce 4? I don't know. But uh, hello to uh, you. Thank you very much for tuning in on Twitch. Uh, very good of you to come and join us. Um, right, let's have a quick look on uh, some other questions that have come through. Uh, Sarah, who is also a blogger, so we've been speaking about blogging this morning. I'm a blogger with a growing platform and was wondering if I could ask the question, is there such a thing as too much exposure? No. Basically, um, what she's meaning by that, she does go on a little bit more. Bloggers and influencers expose themselves to help others, but I'm conflicted with how much is too much. You can never help people too much. If you are a blogger with a certain amount of interest on a specific subject matter, then Go to town on giving value on that subject matter. Do it for free if you need, if need be. But keep putting out your blogs. Keep putting out content connected to your blogs on lots of other channels. Remove that friction so people can actually consume your content because you've got to remember you might be the world's best blogger but if i don't want to sit and read it where else am i going to consume it how am i going to consume that value that you've got to give now it doesn't mean you necessarily have to be on video like this talking to people face to face you can still though make video content with your blog So if you don't know how to do that, go back and watch some of my old videos, or you can just talk to a local agency who might be able to help you create stuff that is connected to your blog. There are other pieces of software out there as well that will look at your blog and help you create content, but... Absolutely, there is no such thing as too much exposure if everything that you're putting out is on brand, on message for that particular blog, and it's not um confusing people too much whatsoever. So have a quick look on the comments. Um hello to uh, some juices biggest fan. Thank you very much for joining us. Um I, I hope you are well. Um okay, uh, next piece of content, Danny. Um, I've done 250 odd videos on TikTok is this a game of patience or is my content just not good enough yet? So we had a conversation uh, with this person on Twitter, and um, actually they're doing really, really well. So I was fully expecting them to be impatient, and yes, they're being impatient. Uh, They've got a good number of people following their content. They've got a good number of likes on their page. They're just being impatient by putting out content and expecting every single piece of content to fly. You can't do that on social media, not just on TikTok. TikTok might have the greatest opportunity right now for organic growth, but you still have to be patient with the content you're putting out. You cannot expect an audience to happen like that. This person, like I say, has got four and a half thousand people following them, watching their content, not necessarily all at the same time, but they're all watching their content. They've got a good number of likes. It's just about keeping putting out content and enjoying the process. If all you're doing is creating content to be the next famous person, to be the next influencer who makes lots of money, then you're making content for the wrong reason because you're not going to enjoy the process, because the process is long, it's arduous, it's hard work, it doesn't happen quickly. But if you're creating content because you enjoy creating that content, and in the process you just so happen to go viral on a regular basis to the point where you get an awesome audience, and then you go huge and you start making money from it, that is the way to do it. I have a lot of friends who've made content in the past that they're not passionate about making, but it's made them go viral, so they felt they had to stick to making that content. And that's not the case. And then over time, they've realized, actually, that's not the case. I don't need to stick to making that content and moved on to what it is that makes them happy. So start that way in the first place. Start making content right now that makes you happy. Forget about what the numbers are saying. Forget about vanity metrics. Make content you enjoy making. And then you will get to a stage where you are making content you enjoy making. And hopefully more people will start to watch it (coughs) and you can maybe make some money from it. But if you don't, at least you've made a lot of content you enjoy making. Okay, let's uh, go on to the uh, final question here then. Right. Um, oh, this is one I did a video on. So hopefully you are going to uh, enjoy this little video that I've done as well. I'll put it on the screen for the guys on Instagram Live to watch in a moment as well. So I was asked by John um, the question. I've heard you can do multiple hashtags on Instagram stories and then hide them. How do I do it? Because... You can go in and do one hashtag with a sticker, but you can do multiple hashtags. But do you really want them on the screen at the same time? Obviously not. And especially if you're trying to use like 25, 30 hashtags, which is the limit on Instagram, then you really don't want all of those listed on an Instagram story. That would just be pointless. So how can you get your piece of content to have those hashtags there but not cheese everybody off who's uh, consuming your content. So what I've done is I've made a little small video to show this. I think this is um, quite a cool little uh, thing. So here we go. So sharing that screen right there so those guys can see it and you can see it on Instagram Live. So this is just a simple little video. um, And I'm going to show you what I did. So basically I went into Instagram and I said, right, I'm going to create a piece of content. So at the moment it's on the camera, I clicked on uh, create in just a second, there we go, brings up a coloured background. I didn't have the photo that I wanted to use, so I used the coloured background instead. And what I did earlier was create an advert for the fact that I'm going live at 11.30. So I typed all this in, excuse me, dazed and confused, my daily live video is live today at 11.30. and then ask people to come and uh, join me for questions. Obviously, this is a worldwide video. More people can watch it everywhere in the world, so I made sure they knew it was on GMT, and um, invited them to come and ask me their questions about social media and video. So that was my piece of content. So then I also realized I wanted to get it out to people who might be searching a certain type of content. So when you go onto Instagram, you can hashtag and search for certain things. So what I did was, the first thing was come up with a GIF that I wanted to use. Now, I'm doing a question and answer session. So I went in, found a question and answer, a GIF I wanted to use, realized that that it's see-through. Now, you need a solid GIF to do this. So I got rid of that GIF, went and searched for another one. Now... There's a they're far and few between, but a little bit of scrolling later, and um, I scrolled down, and eventually um, I found one that I thought was pretty ideal. I went with the one where it's the, uh, the girl shrugging her shoulders. I enlarged it because you'll see why I've done this in just a second, positioned it so it didn't just look like she was floating on the screen because I'm all about how things look, uh, because obviously running a visual agency, that's what I do. And then I went and did another text box. So I didn't add to the one that I've already got. I created a new text box, and I started typing in the different hashtags that I might potentially use when I'm posting a piece of content on Instagram anyway. But these are things that I'm hoping people will be searching for and will be looking for my content. I always, always, always put in my own personal uh, hashtag, how to nine times your social media, because it's really important to put your own personal hashtags in there to help it grow. Hopefully people will see it and start to use it when they're sharing your content as well. So I put in a load of hashtags and um, we'll just uh, go through the ones I put in. I, I think I put in about nine or 10 hashtags, something like that. I didn't go crazy because it's just a video to give you guys an example of what I did. So they're just getting typed in at the moment. Um, I think I did Andover, Hampshire, and that's probably where I ended. Here we go. So that's all of the hashtags I decided to use. I said, okay, that's done. Then you double pinch on the screen, and you can minimize the size of it, make it nice and small, and drag it over the top of your GIF. Now, they're still sat on top of the GIF. They're not hidden. So what do you do? You tap on the GIF itself, and... The hashtags will go behind because it'll bring the GIF to the front of the screen, and that's it. They're hidden. All those hashtags. Then I put in my location because putting your location in is really important. That helps people who are searching in that area find your content. And um, then I actually uh, positioned that. Then I put in a hashtag, and I decided my um, hashtag sticker that is, and said, right, okay, I'm going to do hashtag live video, because I think that's quite a good one to use. I was going to do question and answer originally, and then I thought, no, live video is a far more powerful uh, hashtag to use at the moment. So I put that in, repositioned that, and that was it. My hidden hashtags are behind um, my little lady, and that's it. It's done. It's live. And so that's in, this, in an essence, in a nutshell for you, is uh, how you hide your hashtags on an Instagram story to help your content reach a wider audience. So if you're a brand and a business right now watching this and you're thinking, how do I do that? How do I get more people to watch my Instagram stories? There you go. A nice, simple little tip. And John, uh, thank you very much for asking the question. Let's have a quick look, see if we've got anybody asking any questions. Um, if you do have a question, feel free to chuck them into the comments. It's got to be about social media and video. I'm not getting all political today. Uh, there's enough of that going on on social media right now. And so let's have a quick look, see if anybody is uh, asking anything and uh, not Currently, but thank you very much to all these people who are commenting and having a chat between each other, which is cool Um, if you do have any questions, we've got one minute uh, before I disappear and let you go and enjoy your day And um, as always, thank you very much for watching If you are brand new, whatever platform you're watching on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram Make sure that you follow this account so that you don't miss out on any of the content in the future and also while you're at it, why not move your mouse or your thumb ever so slightly to just one side and click share so that your audience can get to know about this content as well and get some value from it for their brand and their business because the whole point of this is that it's helping smaller brands smaller businesses get through this craziness get through this shithole of a lockdown and come out the other side still having a brand and a business, but more people knowing about them, so there's a potential that more people might spend money with them on the other side of all this craziness that's going on right now, let alone all the new craziness that's also started as well recently. Okay, right. No more questions? Nope. Um, Nothing new, uh, just a quick hello to AJ yes sorry you have chimed in late but it's been a good one, go back and watch it on replay, Uh, anyway right I am going to disappear, thank you so much for tuning in and watching on all the different platforms there's been a really good conversation going on on Twitch Uh, so thank you to you guys uh, for joining in, that's really cool So most people have had on Twitch for quite a long time so brilliant Uh, and I will catch you tomorrow, until then stay safe, have a good rest of your Tuesday and don't forget tomorrow's live broadcast is going to be late i'm out as a business as perception studios uh, filming with a client so because we are out filming uh, the live broadcast will be at 7 p.m gmt tomorrow i'll be posting about it on all my social media channels just in case you forget anyway Uh, but yeah we're going to be a late broadcast tomorrow because I am out filming, um, making some money, uh, doing what I do, which um, obviously has to pay the bills. So I will see you tomorrow night, and until then, stay safe, have a good rest of your day, and enjoy the sunshine. It is a glorious day out there, so make the most of it. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.